This is an Equity Beats Media podcast. Equity Mates. I will say this about investing. Everything you do learn is cumulative. What I learned at 20 is useful. Equity. Welcome to another episode of Equity Mates, a podcast where we break down the world of investing from beginning to dividend so that you guys can hopefully make some returns. My name is Bryce, and as always, I'm joined by my equity buddy, Alec Duran Renahan. How are you going, bro? I'm very good, Bryce. Very excited for episode 40 of Equity Mates. Boom. Can you Full believe it? to us. <laughs> <laughs> the, the good thing about these shorter episodes is that we're going to rip through the numbers. We're, we're going to hit a century <laughs> before you know it. <laughs> so, it's worth mentioning the market is down, Ren. Down, down. Yeah, down, down, prices are down. Oh, <laughs> tweet, tweet. <laughs> so, the market is below the point where it was, the, well, it's below the lowest point of the correction that we discussed a couple of episodes ago that occurred in February uh, because volatility is back. That's another episode in itself. Yeah, volatility is back and the trade war is heating up. The trade war is heating up in a big way. That's probably why it's dipped again. Yeah, so Dow Jones down 572 points overnight, 2.5%. So we're probably going to see our stock market down on Monday because, as we always say, that we're a reactionary market to the states. And that is a reaction to Trump coming out uh, on Thursday afternoon, our time, and saying that he's going to triple triple down uh, the tariffs that he's hitting up against China to the value of about $150 billion. But that's also another episode uh, where we actually did the trade war a few a few weeks ago. Check it out if you haven't listened already. Yes. So market's down. What can you do when the market's going down? What does happen when the market's going down? And usually it's when the short sellers rub their hands together and, and look at all the money that they are making. So we're going to do an episode today, Basics 101 again, on short selling. You may or may not heard of it. Uh, it's, a, it's a strategy that investors deploy to often counter balance their portfolio and uh, diversify some risk and it's essentially uh, where they profit from the fall in price of a stock. Do you want to add anything to that, Ren? Well, it's, it's, <laughs> a, it's a particularly timely time, timely yes. time, yeah, I guess, to, to talk about short selling <laughs> because one particular short seller and one particular Australian company has been uh, in the news this week in a battle with a short seller, an American short seller. So we'll give you the details about that. But first of all, we will start with the basics. How do you short sell, I guess? Well, no, first of all, what, what is it? What is short selling? So from, from my side, uh, short selling essentially is uh, where you sell a stock when you don't actually own that stock because you will then sell it at a price below, uh, above what you actually bought it for. Well, yeah, yeah. So, so it, it, now what, you can give a much more <laughs> definition. What what it is is betting on the price going down. So you you profit on the price going down. Traditionally, how it was done is as you said. So uh, the short seller would borrow the shares from somewhere someone else. Yeah. So. If I borrow shares off you and sell them into the market at $100 and then we agree that I will give you those shares back in six months, what I'm betting on is that in six months' time, I will buy the shares 
and then give them back to you. And I'm betting that in that six months, the price has dropped. So yeah. if I if I borrow them off you, sell them for a hundred bucks, six months later they're trading at eighty bucks. So I buy them in the market at eighty dollars and give them back to you. You get all your shares back, and I've yep. made twenty dollars per share. How good? Yeah, pretty good. Same, 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 symbol. But if if on the other hand I sell them at a hundred bucks, six months later they're trading at a hundred and twenty bucks. Uh, then I still have to buy them to give them back to you. So mm. then I lose $20 a share. Mm. Mm. Now, the risk, the big risk with short selling is that your downside, so your risk is unlimited. Unlimited. You can lose everything. Well, well, you can lose more than everything. More than everything. Because when yeah. you think about if we buy a share normally, our risk is limited to zero. So this, the share could go to zero, but it won't go into the negatives. So your risk is capped. Your your downside is limited to the amount of money that you invest. Mm. However, if you in if you short sell, the the stock could go infinitely high, and yeah. so there's no there's no limit on your uh, on your risk. Yeah, it's a very risky strategy, and it's one that yeah, as you said, Ren, you can lose an infinite amount of money. <laughs> yeah. One thing to point out, though, is that it doesn't take away from the idea of investing with fundamentals because often you will short a stock if you think that it's either overvalued or that there's some underlying fundamentals of the company that are going to drive the price down. So if, if you don't often ha- you don't always have to invest, this gives you the option to invest, I guess, if you think a company is going to put out a poor performance. But have you ever shorted? Have I ever shorted? Yeah. No, I don't know who to borrow shares of. <laughs> <laughs> I'll it, give you something. It's not really something that we can do. I guess. Oh, we probably could. It's not something I have done. No. no. Yeah, we, we can't do it in its purest form. Yeah, and if if we wanted to, there's also a way that we could use options to short, but to be honest, that's just a, a topic Let's for another day. There. It's fraught. Yeah. It's a lot riskier, so it's not really something that we want to get into the weeds on. If you want to know more about it, speak to someone a lot smarter than us. Yes. So some stocks are renowned for being the most shorted stocks on the market. And that means that they have a higher proportion of or percentage of their shares, I guess, are shorted uh, by institutional traders or whoever it may be sitting there waiting for the price to drop. So before we go into uh, Blue Sky, Ren, I just thought I'd give... Uh, the top, say, five shorted stocks on the ASX at the moment. Yeah, sounds good. Zero Resources, 21.4% of their stocks are shorted. Domino's is always a, a company that is shorted and uh, 17% of, of Domino's is, is shorted. Yeah. JB Hi-Fi coming in at number three, 16%. Okay. Galaxy Resources, which I own, 14%. Yeah. <laughs> and the list goes on. Main Pharma, which uh, is actually one of the stocks that I – well, is the <laughs> stock that I picked uh, for my 2018, comes in at about number 10. Then you've got Meyer at 10%, Retail Food Group, Flight Center. So some of the big companies out there. A lot of them are just retailers though. Meyer, yeah, after- JB Hi-Fi, Flight Center. Um, 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 yeah. It's in there. They're just all uh, APN Outdoor, yeah. Flight Center, yeah. So there you go. Just a bit of a quiz thing there for you. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love quizzes where you just give me the answers as well. <laughs> I know how good you did really well. Yeah, thanks. Sir. <laughs> so 
what uh, what do you got? What's what's this blue sky you speak of? Well, I I guess to introduce it, we should talk about that when you go long on a stock. The great thing is, you, as long as you're generally right, you don't have to be specifically right in terms of timing because your timing isn't capped. You, you know, you can hold a long position for as long as you want. If you're a short seller, because you're you're borrowing the shares of someone else, or if you're investing in options, there's generally an expiry date on those options. You have to be right, but you also have to be right about the timing. So yes. what we've seen is the rise of these activist short sellers, shall we say. So, you know, back in the day, I might have borrowed shares off you and sold them into the market, betting a short position and just hoped that the rest of the market realized the the same thing that I realized and the price went down uh, in, in the time span that I had borrowed the shares from you. But what we see now is short sellers taking a short position and then going out and convincing the market that yeah. they're right. And so there's some very famous examples of it. But one that we've seen very recently, like this week recently in Australia, is Blue Sky. Now, yeah. they are an alternative investment manager, ASX code BLA, for anyone who's interested. What they do, they invest in... Uh, alternative investments, so things that aren't listed. So, you, you know, they started by investing in Australian water rights and then they would lease those water rights back to farmers. You know, how, how do you price that as an asset? That That's difficult to do. So where this short seller, this American company, uh, Glacius, has come in, has said that Blue Sky are mispricing their assets and mm. misleading the market. Um, mm. And so Blue Sky is saying that they own or they've invested in $4 billion worth of assets and Glacius are saying, no, nah, they're wrong. Their assets are only worth $1.5 billion. And so Glacius released a 67-page report but saying as much. They said the company's share price is 77% overvalued. Wow. And what happened was the market freaked out. <laughs> On the yeah. 27th of March, they were trading at about $11.50. $11. And by the 5th of April, so a week later, they were trading at $5.50. Oh. So they dropped more than half in a oh. week on the back of this report from the American company. Oh, who would have a big short position. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they're doing it for their own good. And you know what? If this American company is right, full credit to them. Yeah, because full credit. It's good because then the Australian company was misleading yes. uh, either intentionally or unintentionally. But it's good because you know the market is pricing it more efficiently now but yeah. what what the australian company is arguing is that they they are pricing their assets correctly and this american company is just trying to make a buck by attacking them yeah because companies hate being shorted yeah yeah when they find out that they're one of the most shorted stocks they try and avoid the the news like the plague yeah so the blue sky ceo he did an investor call in response to it and then so he didn't invest a call, didn't take any questions, and then like went went to ground for a week. And so everyone was, everyone was a little bit sus about that, and that's probably that probably exacerbated the issues. I think it, it's sort of calmed down a bit. I don't think the the sell off is continuing. I mean, we're recording on the weekend, so it's definitely not continuing now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess the question is then, if it, if that company is is convinced that. 70 they've overpriced their assets by you know 77 percent or whatever why has no one else made such a claim i wonder 
and and do you, I mean do you think do you have any idea if if they are are right? I mean they obviously have some motivation because they'd shorted the stock, but if they hadn't shorted the stock and and this company had come out and said they're overvaluing their assets by seventy seven percent and and their their share price drops from eleven to five, do you think there would have been as much controversy? Look, I, I don't really know to be honest. I haven't looked into it enough. May it might just be that it it's a I, I guess easy target because you know pricing things like water rights is probably near impossible. Tough, like, yeah, tough, tough, tough. You know, it's it, a normal investment manager. You just add up the different shares and bonds and stuff they and cash they're holding, and yeah. you know you can give a number. Like if a fund has a million dollars in shares, you you know it's worth a million dollars. But yeah. if a company has paid a million dollars for water rights and held them for 15 years what what do you value that at like it's yeah. just um i guess it's the nature of the alternative investments yeah interesting I, I i i don't really know to be honest but it's an interesting one and it's a good it's a good example of this new breed of activist short seller uh mm. who decides rather than trying to bet on the timing they decide to make the timing Interesting. I might. I'm going to get out there and start slamming companies and see what happens. <laughs> uh, there's a few other interesting ones. Herbalife, the big American like supplement company. Bill Ackman, the hedge fund manager, had a massive short position in, and he was going out into the market and claiming it was a Ponzi scheme and a pyramid scheme. Blah blah blah. They made a documentary about it on Netflix called Betting on Zero that you can check out. He actually has sold off his short position because the company kept going up in value. Another one is Valiant Pharmaceuticals. There's also a doco about that on Netflix. Yeah, really well worth watching. Yeah, it's uh, the doco is called Dirty Money. And this time the short sellers were successful. One of the main activist short sellers was an Australian guy. So go Australia, I guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so it's, it's uh, like... The Valiant one, I reckon, is a great example of where these activist short sellers are doing the market a massive favor. The right thing, yeah. Like, they're yeah. pointing out an issue with the company. Watch the doco. Yeah, watch the doco. So, in that example, great. In this example with Blue Sky, I guess it's too early to tell who's right. All right, well, we got to wrap it up there. That was a short short. <laughs> yeah, good. <laughs> uh, that was, uh, yeah, we've got to wrap it up there. And I hope you guys learned something about shorting. I guess the key takeaways from that are that it's very risky, uh, but it's it's an investing strategy that is used by many of the professional investors, as we said, to to make money on the downside, essentially betting against against a stock, uh, whereas we're all about stocks going up. So very risky. Uh, Ren and I both haven't uh, done any shorting, and and as we said, that it's something that we probably can't do in its purest form. But I'm certainly going to get out there and start slamming A2 milk to, try <laughs> to the ground. <laughs> I look forward to reading your 67-page report. <laughs> All right, when Ren, well, good to chat, and uh, have a great weekend. You too. Go the Swans. Go the Swannies, and uh, we'll talk next week. Equity mates and the people appearing in this program may have positions in the companies mentioned. This is general advice only. Please speak to a financial professional to understand how it may pertain to your individual situation. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. 
And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.